mind sharing a few things this morning. He said, it doesn't have to be a sermon, which is good, because this won't be a sermon. So, but um, he just said, just pick something that you've been reading recently and, and, and um, just share with, with what that's meant to you. And, and actually, I thought, well, that's actually pretty easy this time, because um, Brianna's getting married on Friday, and um, I'd actually been just pondering the, the, the Bible verse that, that, that she had chosen or um, that they had chosen um, for their wedding, and, and Derek will talk about that, no doubt, on Friday. But, but um, I just thought, well, I just want to read around that Bible passage and see what the rest of... of um, see what was happening in the context of that. And the reading that they're choosing is um, from 1 John chapter 3, which... Sorry, 1 John chapter 4. And I'll read a little bit of that um, a little later. But, um, but, but one, 1 John, the book of 1 John, is actually a pretty amazing book in that it just it outlines a whole bunch of Christian certainties, which is pretty amazing. And um, namely a couple of those, and it's amazing how God works because the song we just sang then, I'm a Child of God, is actually where we're going to kick off our Bible reading um, so, and, and uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing how that works. But some of the Christian certainties that we find in the book of 1 John are that Jesus is the Son of God. Um, that's why we're here. Jesus is the Son of God. He's, he's done... Um, he's our saviour. Um, believers have eternal life through him. We have eternal life through him um, if we believe. God has sent... So God hears and answers our prayers. God desires to have a relationship with us. It's something that, that doesn't just happen on Sunday. It's something that happens every day, every moment of, of our life. It's, it's like having a relationship with, with a person. That's the relationship that God desires with us. And it's amazingly, it's, it's intimate. It's something that, that each of us can have a relationship with him ourselves. It doesn't have to be through anybody else. Um, God's given us a direct relationship to himself through his son Jesus and, and by the power of his Holy Spirit. We're no longer a bondage. I'll, I'll just I'll keep going through these certainties and then, and then I'll read a couple of chapters of, of John, um, if that's okay. But we're no longer a bondage to sin, but we've, we've been set free by what Jesus has done on the cross. That's something that just becomes very evident when we, when we look at, um, when we read this. Um, another certainty, that, like we've just sung, is that we are children of God. Um, God loves us as his own and um, a lot of us here have children of our own and, and we know how much we love them and, and i got to say that probably just pales in insignificance compared to the love that, that the Father, that God has for us as his children. Um, as I said, we can know God through his son, through Jesus and, um, and Jesus the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit are all one. It's something else that just comes out in, in the book of John as you read it. So um, if, if you can just bear with me, I'll actually read, I won't read, I won't read all of, of three and four, um, but I'll just, I'll start and, and actually, um, I'll actually kick off two verses before chapter three. I think Ben's going to put chapter three up um, on the screen, but, but two Verse 28 says, the children of God, and now, dear children, continue in him so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. 
If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we, and what we will be has not, yet been, has not yet been made known. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. So you can see from that passage, we are, um, we are God's children. And, and yet, at, at the end times, we'll be perfected through, through Jesus. Like the, the life we have on earth isn't the end. We, we will go on to have eternal life with him through Jesus, his son. Continuing on, everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. But you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins, and in him is no sin. No one who lives in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or knows him. And that's not to say that as Christians we're perfect. We're not. We, um, we, we muck up in our daily lives, I know I do. But um, we don't have to live under that condemnation. It's, um, that's a beautiful gift in what Jesus has done for us on the cross is that, um, is that we know that God has forgiven us, not partially, but he's forgiven us completely. Um, so we can, even though we might <laughs> do things that, that, that aren't perfect, um, in God's eyes we are, and it's through what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And that's, that's a comfort because I know that in my day-to-day I'm far from perfect. Alison lives with me, so she knows I'm far, I'm, I'm far from perfect. <laughs> but, but the beauty is God sees me in a, in a whole different light because of the filter of what Jesus has done on the cross. And anyone who, who has a relationship with, with Jesus can just live in the confidence that that's what we have, which is pretty amazing. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. He who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appears was to destroy the the devil's work. No one who is born of God will continue to sin, because God's seed remains in him. He cannot go on sinning, because he has been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God, nor is anyone who does not love his brother love one another. This is the message you heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death, but anyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life in him. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, that we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love with words or tongues, but with actions and truth. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. Whenever our hearts condemn us, 
Whoops. For God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. So that, that, that passage just, just goes, it, it's, just a, it's a practical verse about how we can love one another. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's sharing. We get this a very small opportunity to share with one another today. Um, we get to make offerings. But it's, it's, it's a whole lot wider than that. It's, it's, um, it's living our lives, um, thinking of others rather than ourselves, um, which is pretty awesome. I'm going to move, move on down to chapter 4. Um, Verse 7, um, and it's entitled God's Love and Ours. Dear friends, let us love one another, for God comes from love. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world, that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. It's, um, it's an amazing passage, just demonstrating how wide and high and deep is, is the Father's love for us. Um, that he sent his, his one and only son again to have a relationship with us. And he desires more than anything that relationship with us. Um, we know that we live in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the father has sent his son to be the saviour of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in him and he in God. And we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. In this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on that day of judgment because the world we are like... Sorry. Because in this world we are like him. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment and the one who fears is not made perfect in love. And I think that's important to, to recognise as well in that we can have the confidence to go before God, not because of anything that we've done, but because of what has been done for us. Perfect love drives out, drives out fear. It's, we can have a loving relationship with our, with our Heavenly Father. It doesn't have to be a fearful relationship with our Heavenly Father. And that's, that's awesome to go through life in that, in that freedom, in that peace, in that knowledge that God loves us and and there's no condemnation. We, we actually have freedom in our relationship with God. From verse 19, <clears throat> we love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And he has given this commandment, whoever loves God must love his brother. Um... Yeah, so that takes us to the end of, of chapter four. So there's there's a lot there's a lot in there's a lot going on in John, and and John chapter five goes goes on um, just talking about um, uh, 
who, who it is that overcomes the world. Only, only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God overcomes the world. So I guess the take-home message as I read this is, um, is we can live our lives as Christians in the world, not, not as perfect because we can, we can, I guess we are perfect in Jesus' eyes even though our, our day-to-day, quite often I know mine doesn't reflect that often. But, um, but, but again, through the filter of what Jesus has done, God sees us as, um, as perfect. I, um, during the week, <laughs> I spent a moment on, on Facebook and my sister Kylie's father-in-law sends some posts through every now and again. And some of them are really quite funny. Some of them are, are serious. And, and the one he sent through this week really actually just resonated with me. And it was... Um, it was relating to back into um, Exodus when when Moses was um, trying was was basically leading the Israelites out of out of slavery out of, out of captivity in in Egypt and um, and the plagues had come and gone and the the um, well not completely but the the um, the one he was referring to was when the, the angel of death passed through and, and actually killed the firstborn of all the, the um, Egyptians, which is pretty, pretty horrific. But, but those that had faith in God were protected. And um, it was an image of, of a doorway which had been sprinkled in blood. And it, and it basically said, The Lord did not check who inside the house was worthy. He checked for the blood on the doorposts. None of us is worthy. Only the blood of Jesus can cover us. And I guess if you look at, at the, the book of 1 John, that's um, over and over again. That's, that's, what, that what, that's what comes to the forefront for me, is that um, even though we're not perfect, the blood of Jesus makes us perfect. And, um, yeah, so it's, there's, a, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot about God's love in there for us. And, um, and there's a lot about God's love in that for me, which is which is pretty awesome. So it's for me, it's for you, it's for everyone who believes. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to, to share that. It's, it's a really short book and um, it, it was challenging to read through it. So I, I, um, five chapters, if you want a bit of homework for the week, read through it again. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that's, that's just what I, I wanted to share with you this morning. So I hope you got something out of that.